thank you for tuning in to the Chapel Podcast this week. My name's Nella, and today I was super privileged to be able to interview Amy Jo. Amy Jo is the Director of Wellbeing here at Scots College, and she was such a pleasure to talk to. Amy and I spoke about spiritual practices and what she does to stay connected with God. We also talked about Lent and what that might mean to her. But the last thing we covered was how beginners can practice spiritual practices and she gave you some tips that might be useful. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and please give Amy Jo some love if you see her around the college because this podcast, you're about to love it. Enjoy listening. Who are you? What do you do? I am Amy Jo. I am a registered nurse, first and foremost. Um, And that's taken me lots of different places in my career. But at the moment, I am the Director of Wellbeing here at Scots. Lovely. And so you mentioned that you're the Director of Wellbeing here at Scots. Um, But what is your actual involvement and impact on Scots in that role? Um, So my role here is uh, overseeing all the health and wellbeing services at the school, so the health centre, the nurses and our amazing counsellor. I also provide um, mental health nursing, um, which is a type of counselling, but it's not the same, um, one-on-one or in groups. And I also oversee all the health and wellbeing resources the college for staff and students so my role is really interesting in that it's not exclusively students Mm -hmm. it also includes the staff and the Scots community Mm -hmm. so yeah it's that's what makes it exciting I think yeah that's amazing and it sounds really busy yeah it is but a good busy good busy yeah Yeah, fun busy yeah as long as you're doing something that you enjoy exactly it's good to be busy yeah um and how long have you been following Jesus Oh, um, interesting question. I grew up, I, I was privileged enough to grow up in a household that of believers. So my dad was a really strong believer. Uh, and I actually grew up in Papua New Guinea where my dad was did some mission work. Mm-hmm. So I came back when I was 11. And I guess I've kind of always probably been a Christian, but there was definitely a period of my t- life where I completely walked away and that was year 11 onwards till I was probably around 22, 23. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what made you want to come back? I realised that I had a a series of events, uh, unfortunate events in my life that made me realise that I couldn't do it without Jesus, Mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So tell me about some spiritual disciplines or rhythms that you practice on a regular basis. Um, I'm a big uh, advocate for mindfulness, mm-hmm. um, which is sounds really fruity, <laughs> I know, but it's not, I promise. Um, it's just a, a, a way of grounding and centering yourself uh, in the moment. Um, particularly for me, I get um, I can get overwhelmed and I have a little bit of anxiety. Um, which is really great to manage that. And so for me, being busy, I don't necessarily always get those dedicated time during my day, but I do drive a lot um, because I live an hour 
in a bit of way. So for me, that time of being in the car is a really reflective, meditative, mindful hour. Mm. The other things that I do are I sing, mm. uh, which not many people know. <laughs> I've just outed myself, <laughs> so I'm a, a, a singer. Uh, and I'm quite creative, so mm. um, I, I've sometimes I'll paint. I'm a I can I do like uh, abstract uh, mm-hmm. acrylic acrylic and mixed media art wow. sometimes. So, That's amazing. Yeah, lots of different sort of bits and pieces, and also just hanging out and having those times where you actually do nothing. I mm-hmm. block those that time out in my weekend mm-hmm. where I'm just at home uh, with the kids in that space of. We're just not actually going to do anything. We're just yeah. going to hang out together. Yeah. So And church, obviously, yeah. every Sunday. Amazing. And so how do those rhythms help you connect with God? I think for me, I find them really grounding in that it reminds me of how small I am in the greater scheme of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps for me. It's about understanding that I don't always have to be in control. Um, because God's in control and um, we have free will and I'm big on, a big believer in that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, the Bible says, I will never let you out of the palm of my hand mm-hmm. and I hold the whole world in my hand. And I just mm-hmm. think, well, you know, for me, that's one of the biggest connections that I have because that's that sense of security when mm-hmm. um, I'm feeling really anxious or when I'm in a really hectic and busy day and... Um, being a mental health nurse, there's been times where I've had some really curly situations in, in previous roles, um, mm-hmm. not at Scott's, and that's been, okay, I can, I, I'm not overwhelmed, there's, there's a bigger plan here, someone's in control, mm-hmm. let's bring everything down, let's dial it down a notch, it's that, yeah. that centering. Um, and prayer is massive as well, so for me it's that, um, it sounds crazy, I know, but having that dialogue and mm-hmm. Um, I don't hear the voice of God. I've not had that privilege many times in my life, but I do believe that you know God speaks to people through their conscience and through their thoughts and through the words of others and the advice that others get. And I have often been in situations where I've seen miracles unfold in my own lives and the life of my children and, and others around me, people that I work with in my capacity as a mm-hmm. mental health nurse that are undeniably and unexplainably God, because mm-hmm. there's no other way that that can be. So, yeah. connection that I have. And so special. Yeah, it really, and it's hard to explain, and it sounds really fruity, but it's not <laughs> fruity. No, not at all. <laughs> um, and so, as a nurse, yeah. do you um, find any like special rhythms that you have that are different from your daily life um, to when you practice as a nurse or when you deal with people who struggle with mental health? Are there specific rhythms that you practice to like make sure that you're okay? Because it can be hard dealing with people who are not okay. Yeah, so like the self-care yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah, for me, again, it's the mindfulness. Um, mm-hmm. I'm um, a really firm, a real firm believer of shooting things straight, if you like, for want of mm-hmm. a better expression. Like I'm quite down the line and um, I'm a very positive person naturally, but I'm also quite realistic. And I mm-hmm. think for me... One of the things that I do is 
be really honest whenever I can around what's up and what, what you know, this is where it's at. I've learnt as a nurse that that's often the best approach because you're making those expectations clear um, and there's ways that you can communicate that to take the, the hard edges off it, make it softer. But it's never been not appreciated and for me that honesty is a massive part of my, my own faith um, and I try to be as transparent with people as I can. So that's a big part of me looking after myself because then I don't have any self-doubt so being trying to be honest, being very open about, as appropriate, my own personal uh, struggles with things that students or someone I'm working with might have mm-hmm. um, is also really important because that makes you real, right? Yeah. So a big part of my own self-care is to ground myself, always pray and, and seek really good advice, surround myself with people who are, uh, are really balanced and have good wisdom is important mm-hmm. reading the bible obviously yeah. you just mentioned a couple of rhythms or practices um that you sort of practice in your daily life um so are there any that you find more difficult or easy and why oh god i find everything difficult no i don't <laughs> um i think the honesty one uh, and being honest with yourself is always hard because you're always your worst critic mm. so that's a really hard one i think mm-hmm. that's a really hard one for me and sometimes admitting that you don't have all the answers can be really challenging, especially when you're working with people because they kind yeah. of expect that you've got it all together. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who um, come and see like someone like me who's a mental health nurse, they think, oh, right, okay, this should be someone that's got it reasonably together. Mm-hmm. So that whole perception that you're going to be good all the time. Mm-hmm can be hard to, um, I think that's self-pressure though, right? You put that, I put that expectation on myself. Mm -hmm. That can be really hard. And then that comes back to the honesty and being able to go, actually, you know, you're not expected to have all the answers and you're not perfect. And which I know it's definitely hard to believe. I struggle with Mm -hmm. it myself. But um, yeah, that, that honesty with yourself and actually saying I don't have the answers can sometimes be really hard because some people are like oh okay I really appreciate your honesty and most people are okay with it but you do get the odd person who is just like what do you mean like this is why I'm here and so you just kind of work through that with them but uh, in the end it usually kind of irons itself out but those are two two things and um I'm lucky enough to have an amazing family who are really good at being there and asking some of those questions that I wouldn't have thought to ask myself around just general things um, that get me thinking in a different way mm-hmm. and have a different perspective, like take shift out of my own brain and into someone else's viewpoint is really mm-hmm. important. So those can be sometimes hard when you've got an idea. And you see it so you see it a lot with with anyone in life as they have this idea or this vision about what they want something to look like, whether it's a piece of art or a piece of music or a piece of you know an essay. Doesn't matter. I'm doing my PhD at the moment, a chapter of my PhD or even a paragraph, and you you know what you want to put into that paragraph or into that essay, mm. and you know what it want you want it to look like at the end. But it's not always possible to get that mm. do you know what I mean like yeah. I want to buy I want to bake a cake that looks like the one that's in the magazine it's not going to look like the one that's in the magazine <laughs> do you know and so managing those expectations that I have of myself and True. sometimes that other people might have mm. for me as well and being really clear about that is can be a little bit challenging yeah mm. that's so fair enough 
and I think a lot of people struggle with that. Definitely. Yeah, it's um, a reality of life, I think, generally. Yes, so. absolutely. Um, so how would you describe Lent? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, putting aside what I want and making a sacrifice. Uh, not necessarily material, but maybe for someone or something. Amazing. Oh, that's such a good answer, honestly. Sac sacrifice, yeah. Yeah, sacrifice. Sacrifice and service, I think, go together. Yeah, Boom. amazing. So do your spiritual disciplines or rhythms change at all during Lent? Um, I'd love to be able to say yes, but they don't. Mm. Uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I think there might be a little bit more awareness around that and, and a bit more intentional practice mm -hmm. around how I might engage and serve other people. But for me, service has always been a big part of my life anyway. Like mm -hmm. I'm, a, um, if I'm going to fall over generally, it'll be because I have stretched myself too thin trying to help too many people, mm -hmm. right? So if that's something that comes really naturally and easy for me, maybe for Lent this year I should pull back on that and actually think about not doing it because that would be a big sacrifice for me anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I think for me it's just um, the awareness of it and, yeah. yeah, being a little bit more intentional but nothing perhaps major or profound. Yeah, which is fine, right? Because yeah. it's so good to have your own rhythms that just work for you. Yeah, and I think that you kind of have those special times in your year anyway that are yours that you might have with your family or with your mm -hmm. friends or even just with yourself, your own kind of things that you mark that can be a version of Lent that aren't at that same time, totally. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And do you have... Any advice for anyone who might be interested in starting to incorporate some spiritual disciplines into their lives yeah i think it, uh, you can start anywhere and spiritual disciplines can be anything it's mm -hmm. around um the intent behind it and mm -hmm. i remember um when i first came back uh into actually actively practicing as a christian after being away from it for a long time i remember hearing a sermon a message on um, how worship, for instance, can be anything that you want. You know, and the Bible talks about having a day of rest on the seventh day. Mm -hmm. um, and this particular pastor, an amazing pastor, I can't even remember his name, was talking about how actually that's about what you consider to be work, right? So for some, going for a run, uh, doing the dishes, uh, mowing the lawns is a meditative practice in itself and people do it because they enjoy it not because it's a chore mm -hmm. and so you know there's no real black and white around that it's what you choose to make of it mm -hmm. um, so it's the same with spiritual practices it's the intent the heart behind what you're doing that makes it spiritual or not or worship and praise or not do what you love and mm -hmm. what you're passionate about and find something that's your jam that's your thing um, and you don't have to be good at it, that's cool, but just enjoy it and um, be in the moment. And then for me, it's just about giving thanks and acknowledging that there's something bigger out there. Um, and for me, that that's Jesus. Mm. Um, but, you know, there is always something bigger in life than ourselves. Mm. It's a real mind bend, but it is so cool. 
So yeah, it can be anything. Spirit, you know, just do something you love and and that gives you joy and share it with other people. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. So those are all of my questions. <laughs> you are wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you so much for answering all of them. It was absolutely amazing, and it was so good to to get to know yeah. you. Yeah.